we have so much we want to talk about. He has so much. You want to get into it? But like, before I go to anything, I have to say a big welcome back to Tom Brady. Let's go! We can give him a clap. Welcome back, Tom. Happy to have you. Happy you're Such here. Such a long fucking you know, hiatus. So that when you guys make it to the playoffs, and if the Patriots don't make it, I can start cheering for you again. <laughs> Thank God. Um, and whatnot. But like, this has to go on record. This has to be said. Tom Brady literally quit the league to spend more time with his family, spent two months with them, and said, nah, fuck it. I'm going back. I gotta go back to work. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. Like, buddy's like, you know what? My wife's giving up so much. I gotta spend time with my boys. And literally, he's like, oh, it's my family decision. Uh, I gotta go back, man. It's, it's too early for me to give up. I'm like, that is, that's tough. You can't make that shit up. Do you really think Ronaldo was the one that got him back? So I all right. I know they talked. I didn't actually hear the conversation. What did I don't. They say? I, I don't know anything about the conversation. I didn't even see if anybody got the dialogue for it. I just know that they had that interaction. Brady's son was right next to him, and then all of a sudden, what was it? The next day, he was like, "All right, I'm fucking. I'm back." I want to know what was said for real. But how fucking boring is your family that you said fuck this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gone. I can't do this batting practice no more. I can't just sit at the crib. I can't go on these shopping sprees with you no more, Giselle. Like, I, I'd rather get broken in half with a few people half my age <laughs> <laughs> and have fun with it. I mean, like, just imagine what those conversations are like. Imagine, like, being used to talking to your boys and this and all the time, but now you're talking to your wife daily. They probably, like, figured out, like, wow, we really have nothing in common and nothing to talk about. Ah, it's a really quiet house we got here. I don't even oh, think it's shit. that. It's not even so much as that because, you know, the offseason, all that shit for how many years at the beginning to uh, been together. So it's like, all right, it's cool. But, like, bro, he's probably itching. And like I was telling Justin earlier, I really think not even so much of him having that conversation with Christian. It was the fact that he saw Rodgers getting back to the same squad that he's been with the whole entire time. Yeah. For what? Four years? We don't know anything about the money for real, for real, because he was even saying, like, that's not even guaranteed. The, the number's not right. That's cool and all. But he's like, damn, he's coming back and coming back to the MC. I'm going to come back and go back to the same squad because I, I got to see him again. I really think he's on a, a petty spree right now and just trying to shut Aaron Rodgers down from getting that next championship to solidify himself being in the Hall of Fame. If we're going on a petty kick, I think that's what it is. It, probably, it th- could be. You think so? They talk so much shit. But, like, Rodgers is the only quarterback ever that I know that would talk as much shit as Brady. He does. And you know they have that, that friendly competition going back and forth. Well, he needed. Once Peyton left, Tom needed to compete with somebody. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And now the fact that he saw he's coming back for four more years, he's like, nah, fuck this. I'm coming back then. I'm way better than this guy. Yeah, he, he doesn't want Aaron to take all the glory. Do you like see the, the, what I'm saying? The OG of the league. He right? can't be the OG of the yeah. league. You know what I'm saying? You could be the OG of the league at the kicker position, on the offensive line. Shit, maybe a little DB. But no, you're not going to do it for the OG, for the QB position that I've been having on lock for decades now. Nah, I can't let you do it, Aaron. Shit. <laughs> I, I, that's I what I'm really it. thinking on, but I think outside the box. What y'all motherfuckers think? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you could be right. Um, Tom Brady... He do have that like competitive like petty streak in him. Yeah, and, you know, big he time. Got fired That's what up. I'm saying. Because like, think about it, right? I'm pretty sure. I mean, you can check me on this. That Tom Brady took less money. Like he took like a pay cut so he can start working on getting him more assets for next season or something like that. So it's like Aaron Rodgers came in two hundred million dollar deal, hundred fifty guaranteed. This, that, and the other thing. Tom's like, you know what? I'm gonna come back for less money and let's <laughs> see what we can do. Do you see what like I'm I don't know, like you talk about that pity jump. I I can see it. You feel it? That's that's it. what I've been gearing up to because I was like, all right, I see the Christian thing. Like that could have been a, a deciding factor. That could have been like the actual nail in the coffin for sure. I really think it does because Christian's been at his fucking performance level for this many years. You know what I'm saying? He's like, look at me, I'm still performing out here like very very well. You could do the same thing, bro. That was it. I mean. Like you said, Ronaldo said something, right? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure LeBron made a statement too. 
Like he's like LeBron's like I had that fifty three point game and like it got me energized and talks to this that and the other thing. So it's like all these like yeah. superstars of the world are like you know what I mean I think one is LeBron trying to like you know make it about him a little bit but like classic, you think so? classic LeBron. You think so? No, I mean, LeBron like, wouldn't do why that. Does LeBron, why does LeBron feel like he can compete with Tom Brady and like the goat? Like why? Like I get it. Like. But it's like it's Jordan and Brady, not that's, LeBron and Brady. But like, that's relax. what I'm you saying. He's really giving his name past Jordan right now, so pump the brakes on that a little bit. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like it's not about you. Like Ronaldo, sure. Like he's like one of the greatest soccer players of all time in Big the time. world. Yeah, yeah. Not just the USA. Right. Pump your brakes. This is you know what I'm saying. Take it easy. What do you think about it? Honestly, well, one of the things that didn't cross my mind until you guys just mentioned it was the you know the pettiness, and I'm thinking. Tom Brady's the record holder of a lot of NFL records. Right. But some of those aren't by a very wide margin. No. And when you give a dude Aaron, like Aaron Rodgers four years to try four to break those, and that's, you know, who knows if that's even going to be it for him after four years. So, And real quick, to add more of what you're saying, that's four more years, right, with one extra game added. So that's an other obstacle Exactly. Or shit, not even an obstacle, an opportunity at that right. point is to go shatter his records. A hundred percent. And I and you know what too? Like, it, is it petty or let me pose? I look. I get he's competitive. I get he wants to obviously be able to say he's the record holder. He's the grip. Blah blah blah. But also too, I think in order for his like for what he's doing for like his brand, what he's trying to set himself up at, like he's the goat. Like. I think it's very important for him to have those records and to like play late or later than anybody's ever conceived like a quarterback playing. Like he's trying to basically not give anybody else an opportunity, either from someone who's playing right now or anybody who may play in the future to surpass him. That's really what I think he's doing. He's looking at it and he's saying, damn, look at how the game's evolving. Look how offenses are evolving. Look what some of these young quarterbacks are doing. They got an extra game now, like you were saying, like, he probably looks at it and he says, damn, it's only a matter of time before the next young stud, you know, breaks my records. And then, you know, the name Tom Brady just means a little bit less. What well, Matthew McConaughey say? Those are rookie numbers. Got to bump those numbers <laughs> up. Oh, uh, uh, all that shit. So, like, for real talk. Yeah. But still, bro, that's being petty. Yeah. You you retired. You said, I want to spend time with my family. You know what I'm saying? Be with my wife, hang with my kids, chill with my dog. You're like, bro, they even get three months, not even 90 days. Three months is 90 days, right? Well, so the, I guess... <laughs> he didn't I, even make it then. But I guess he had to do it today because if he didn't give him the heads up by free agency, he would have screwed him over. So I guess I guess the, the word was that like he basically actually took like up until the last possible second because if he had waited, then the Bucks franchise wouldn't have known what to do on the side. Like, you know, now they're, now they're ready to load up. And I'm surprised I actually haven't seen anybody's name flash across my screen yet. We've been talking about some of the big free agents, where they've gone the last few days, True. where a couple have just gone in the last few hours. I haven't seen the Bucks sign anybody yet, which is very interesting because I figured that's why Tom made that announcement so that they so can now, be loved. Now that I got my gears turning, um, do you think he did the opposite of what Rogers did? In, in, the, fact, in, in, the, in the fact that he – he told everyone he was still going to play, but didn't say for what team. You know what I'm saying? was like, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm really feeling it with the same organization, with the same people. But the fact that Brady was just like, no, I'm done. Just to get out the way so there's no more media coverage on it, no more week-to-week, day-to-day, like, what's Aaron doing? You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, I see what you're saying. As Tom, like, all right, what's Tom going to do? What's Tom going to do? He was just like, fuck it, get my name out the way. I'm going to handle my business behind the scene. As for where Aaron put all his his cards down, say, look at me. This is how I'm going to play it out. You know what I'm saying? And he yeah. still, they still came to a resolution, obviously, but it was just at two different wavelengths, very different wavelengths if you think about it. Yeah. I that I don't know. That's a tough question. I mean, so? I definitely, I definitely think Brady at this point, like, he doesn't need like the the attention in the media, right? He doesn't need like, you know, people trying to figure out what he's doing and thinking at every possible right. second of the day. He doesn't need that attention on his family. Like he probably doesn't even want to show up until week one, right? Like that, you know what I'm saying? That, so that. for him, he was 
but by the same token, I so I get what you're saying, but right. at the time, think of how big of a hype it was when he announced his retirement, right? So it was almost like in order to save himself the long-term exposure, he sacrificed like and sucked it up for two weeks and made himself like the hottest topic in the sports world. Right. So you could look at it that way. I mean, but I don't know, man. Like, it's it's tough. I I, I just think he never should have. He didn't retire the right way in the first place. I think his heart wasn't really in it when he like retired. I think like it was kind of a half-ass like emotional decision. And right. I think he got some time. I mean, we joke about how you know he. He got some time with his family and wanted to jump back to football. But, like, sometimes, like, that's – you just need to reset. You do. You know what I mean? So maybe yeah. he just needed to reset, and then he decided, no, nah, I'm not done. I, I like that perspective. But Chuck was right, and I'm talking about Charles Barkley. Um, Aaron Rodgers is that pretty girl that needs to be told that she's pretty constantly. <laughs> you know, like, I heard that quote, and I was like, what the fuck is Chuck talking about? I'm like, oh, I I, I understand that now. I, I really see it. Because that was a long, drawn-out process, bro. That was a long, drawn-out process for no it reason. Was. For no reason. It's not even a different team. It was just no reason at all. What, so why did it take – like, here's what I don't understand. It's like, if you're – and actually, I'm not even talking about Aaron Rodgers. I'm talking about the Packers now. Like, if you're the Packers, right, mm-hmm. and ultimately you're okay – with signing Aaron Rodgers to that type of deal, right? Why are you like why are you dragging it out on your end? Like you're the one, you're the ones who are creating the headlines and keeping like the uncertainty. Like Aaron Rodgers has already said, like, I either want to go somewhere else and change it up, or I want to be paid like the top quarterback in the NFL is getting paid. And the Packers were the ones who kind of left him in limbo for a while. So whenever you asked Aaron Rodgers, he was like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Because, like, he was, he knows. He, he was like, I want A or B. You guys tell me what you're going to do. That is you true. Think, um, that is very true. Do you, know what I, you know what I think might be the reason? It's just a thought, right? You got to think about when you talk about the front office and egos and things like that, right? And clearly there's been a huge disconnect with, you know, the coaching staff, with, you know, management and Aaron Rodgers. Honestly, what I think could be another thing is that Aaron Rodgers has gotten a lot of power out of this whole situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has hand. And so what can they do to kind of get some hand back? Make this process a little bit difficult for him, you know? Don't just give him everything. Draw it out a little bit. Make it so that it's more of a pain in his ass than it is your ass, you know? So... If it's going to be a drawn-out system when it comes to management, when it comes to giving the money and trying to figure out if he's going to stay or not or they want him to stay, make it a little difficult for him to realize, like, hey, like we get it. Like, you have hand, but we're still here. We're, you know, we are your bosses. Even though you can kind of do whatever you want, we're still your bosses type thing. Yeah. I I, no, I, I I agree. I I think I think sometimes, like, it's tough for us because, like, obviously – there's so many conversations and things that happen behind closed doors, right? And it's like when you don't know those conversations and you don't know like things that get said in private and whatnot, like it's tough to accurately like assess from the outside. But like at the end of the day, I mean, all I know is we get to go into the next football season with Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packer, which honestly makes me happy, and Tom Brady back in the league, which may, which obviously I'm, I'm i'm ecstatic about i gotta say i am happy about Aaron Rodgers re-signing with the packers did you guys want him to go somewhere else first let me let me start by saying this what do the fuck are they doing with jordan love like what do they do with him what do they do so with this is where i think ego comes into play Gordon, yeah because i asked that question before i even answered yours because i a hundred percent because you wasted what he was a first round pick right yes you wasted a first round pick on yes. jordan love everybody it, it, it's very plain to not just the people in the organization, but to fans, spectators, people who watch football. Yeah. Jordan Love is not that guy. Uh, he's not that guy. He's not that he's guy. Really not You're that not that guy. guy, pal. He's just not. Not that guy. So at, at the end of the day. like you just came out the fucking packy, my boy. <laughs> I see that. I've seen that clip one too many times. But, but yeah, at the end of the day, it's like if you're the Packers, do you admit to your fan base and to the rest of the league that you blew a first round pick, not only not only that, but you made a bad pick at the time by 
taking a quarterback in the first round after you have Aaron Rodgers and sign him to another four-year long-term max contract, right? right? So that within itself shows that you made a mistake. Then if you get rid of him, now, I, I don't know. I feel like they're just... It, I feel like it's one of those things. They're just trying to sweep Jordan Love under the rug. Well, you, you, you know what I mean? You can't get rid of him because you're not going to get that value back in return. No, and they know they're not get... even going to get close to that value back in exactly. return as a first round pick. So like, wait, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta. I'm trying to contemplate this right now. Right, come on, tell me. Are we saying that Jordan Love was only drafted as a tool to fuck with Aaron Rodgers? Oh. To make him think that he can be replaced. But if you, you know what I'm saying? Like, course. hey, we drafted him because just so you know, whether you want to be a princess or whatever, we can replace you. And then what happened? They played him and he flopped. And Aaron Rodgers like, ha, you thought you would replace me. Now you're screwed. So either you stay with me or you're done. And so they're kind of like, fuck. Yeah, they, they fucked up bad. Like, it's simple and plain as day that they just fucked up bad. Um, he started one game. And he played in six. Yeah. His uh, completion average, I think it was right at 53%. But, bro, it, it was not good. I think he had three. Let's see. That game against the Chiefs this year, he looked awful. Bro, it was just it was just awful. bad. Um, yeah, career stats, 62 attempted, 36 completed. So he's at 58.1. Mm-hmm. Two touchdowns, three interceptions. Here's the one that gets me. The three fumbles. And then he had one of them lost. That's that's major. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, three sacks. That's okay. But two touchdowns, three interceptions in six games that you played. One game started. Like, yeah, you can't get any trade value back from that, especially being a first round. I mean, maybe if he was like a third or fourth, and he had those numbers, maybe you could always like comp it with something else. But him being first, Aaron coming back, you're not gonna get what you want or what you need no. at the end of the day. So. No. Sorry to hear that, Jordan. I know you were sorry as fuck to hear that shit. No, but you know what? And, and again, not, uh, and we can move on, but the one thing yeah. I do want to say is that even if you were trying to prove like approve a point to Aaron Rodgers, yeah, you could have right. done that with the second or third round pick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you right. didn't need to use a first round pick to prove a point. You see what like, I'm saying? Like, that's how no, petty well, they were in that moment. I get that, but it's just like, dude, first, I don't know. I really don't. I will never underestimate the pettiness of a grown man willing to prove another grown man wrong. You know what I'm You're saying? Right. You're right. I will, and especially right. when it comes to big money like that, I will never underestimate that ever. Cool, like second round, third round, but it's just like that's kind of half-assed. If you're not going to pick a big name to replace a big man, he's probably he probably wouldn't think it's real. It's like you're clearly just messing around right now. If you think that's what's gonna actually replace me, so all they had to do, they had to go big. There's no way they could have not gone big. I mean, hey, they could have gone bigger. They, you know what I'm saying? Like pursuing an active quarterback right now who did well in that 2019 season because he got drafted in 2020. I'll, I'll say this too, saying? yeah, and also don't forget before the whole Jordan Love situation. Remember, remember over here in New England when we went in the third round and took Jimmy G and Tom Brady yeah. was definitely threatened and everyone in New England said that, oh, they're trying to replace Tom, the greatest of all time. Yep. So I don't know. I'm just saying, like, there was a precedent for that. Like, it clearly lit a fire not only under Tom Ooh. Brady's ass, Hell but yeah, the rest the of the fire. Patriots in general. And they did that with the, a third round pick with some dude from Eastern Illinois that nobody really knew about. Yeah, like but, you're going to try to trade for God? Yeah. Oh, we're all liable to get the fuck up out of here. You know yes. what I'm saying? We already know we're not getting paid, but we're liable to get traded up out of here? Nah, yeah. I'm all sick. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. So I, 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 I get what you're saying. Like, how obviously the higher the pick and the higher profiled, like the QB, like, it at a certain point, like, you know, does help carry weight, but I don't know, man. I just think I, I think the first round pick was a little tough. I think it was a little tough. That was a stupid ass decision. We, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm and not not only that, but if we go to the draft the year before, and not throwing any shade because AJ Dillon, shout out friend of Hedgebetter AJ yeah, Dillon, uh, that boy is a bad man, and he is proving that he man. is he's worth. Every inch of that pick that they took him at in the second round right. the year before Joe to Love. Like, he's proving he's an elite runner back. Right. He could get the job done. But 
when you go back to the circumstances, they still had um, what was it, Jamal Williams, mm-hmm. and they had obviously uh, what's his name, the current running back. Oh, Aaron. Uh, Aaron Jones. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm trying to like Aaron oh, Jones. So they had they had Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, and then they went and took a second round pick on AJ Dillon. So that was back to back drafts where Aaron Rodgers was sitting there going, "I need receivers. I need my defense beefed up." And you just a took line. a. I need a line, and you just took a quarterback and a second and a, and a, and a running back. So, I, that, luckily, AJ Dillon like panned out. But, Definitely panned out. Yeah, uh, just Good shit, boy. Yeah, just but just crazy thinking like some of those picks that organization made, given the talent they already had, and it's who knows. So, uh, but I just got another notification. We got another free agent signing. What is it? This uh, is not, not, nothing too groundbreaking, but the Jaguars have been pretty active today. They. They went and signed, obviously, that Pro Bowl uh, guard from Washington. I forget his name, but they signed him. And then they uh, they just signed Evan Ingram to a one-year deal, which the, they kind of they needed a tight end down in yeah, Jacksonville. Yeah. Evan Ingram kind of needs to prove himself a little bit. Like, Definitely does. I actually re- I, I really like that move for both do, both yeah. teams not or bad. both parties. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, I, I, I still think... And here's my personal opinion. I actually, real quick, I don't want to get bogged down on Trevor Lawrence, but I'm just curious what you guys think because I came out of last year, and God knows I could be very wrong about this, but I came out of last year with my mind made up that Trevor Lawrence sucks and he's a bust. Now I'm huh. curious. Yeah, I'm Trevor curious. Because, you think so too? Yeah. So, so I, I really do. I really do. And I I just want to say. The thing with Trevor Lawrence is that it's not that he doesn't have the skill. He doesn't have it up here. Well, yeah, he came out and said what he said last year. Right. Say, what was it again? He you basically basically yeah. how he wasn't, you know, he, he, he loves playing football, but football isn't his life. Like, he doesn't love, love football. Like, he's just good at it and he enjoys playing football. But, like, when you hear that and then you see what he did on the field last year, like, he did not make that team. A single iota better. And that's what I'm saying. It, it goes back from the top down. Like yeah. I always say, in every aspect of my life, everything always starts at the top, then it fizzles down. The coaching situation, man. We could just start, we could have a whole segment on that one alone. You're right. Do you, you know what right. I'm saying? You are like, right. Like, with oh, that. God. And then if you want to go above their tier, the management. By bringing Urban in there, knowing he had all that shit going on his ledger. You know what yep. I'm saying? All the legend, uh, allegations he's been a part of. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Not even halfway through the season getting caught up in the bar and all that shit. Like, bro, I really can't blame this man, Trevor. It's a fucking circus that he's playing for. Yeah, he said that statement of I don't have the same one-two, all that shit. Look around. Would you really have the same one-two? But, all right, can I ask you this, though? Right. I think if you're the type of player that Trevor Lawrence was hyped up to be, right? Right. You should at least be able to account for, on the worst of teams, one win. Like, I should be able to look at the Jaguars' 2021 season and find at least one game that I can say, damn, the Jaguars came out and won because of Trevor Lawrence. Or, like, they won a game they shouldn't because of Trevor Lawrence. Or even they won a game that they should because Trevor Lawrence went out there and balled out. Like I feel like even at his best last year, he was just a game manager that did nothing to make them better, but he did a lot to make them worse over the year. That's just my feeling. And I might be wrong, but that was my general impression from watching the season. Just like I said, it starts from the top down, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay, and a lot of people are. Yeah, I'm going to give him the benefit right. of the doubt because that was just a shit show that he was a part of. I believe they only had one person that went to the Pro Bowl, and that was their offensive tackle. Yeah. And I believe that was their right tackle, so that's not even his blind side. But, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I have to give him one more year because they have the new coach in, in place. Sure. Um, sure. they, they, I heard that they're going through a new system. So I really want to see how that's all going to factor in. But they do need to have uh, help on the offensive line. Like you just said, they just signed the guy from yep. Washington, right? Yeah. That line was fucking atrocious Very last year. Very bad. He, it was fucking atrocious. Like, on top of that, and then you have most of your receivers that are hurt, too. Yeah. You can't really do anything. They, they brought point. in, oh, yeah, I forgot. They brought in Christian Kirk. Do you see what I'm saying? Too, yeah. Four-year deal. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, I, I get it. Um. 
You know, I, I say he's trash, but it also is his first year with a terrible coaching staff. Ter- um, like God yeah, you awful, gotta, you, bro. You, you got to think when you have a team with a good QB coach, right? Like, I'm not comparing him to Patrick Mahomes, but I'm saying Patrick Mahomes in his first year, yeah, he had a gun, but he had no idea how to play football. He even said he, he, had didn't, no know, idea. he didn't know how to read the but, defense. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But Andy Reid is known historically to be one of the best like QB coaches you know, in the league. And what happens in the first two to three years, not enough, and then the second, third, second and third year, he all of a sudden he started able to read things go. better and see things better, right? They had such a mess from a QB standpoint. The kids used to just bowling out with all these assets at Clemson. Now you start to figure it out with a new team. But what else, what else needs to do first? Actually learn how to play ball. And so get them a good QB coach. Get them some stability within their management. And then they can build right. some stability with the team. And then he, then I'm going to judge them. And if I'm like, hey, you know what? You got all the pieces that you needed at this time. Obviously, there's only so much you can get be the Jaguars. And you still couldn't make it on? That's on you, brother. That's you, on you. You feel what I'm saying? It always starts from the top down. So I can't just say, hey, he was a bus. You know what right. I'm saying? Like he was with a reputable organization. Like the Colts. If you went there and he just did terrible, I'd be like, all right, bro. Like that's pretty much on you. You have a pretty solid team around you at every fucking position. And you have a dope ass running back <laughs> back there. I, I don't know what to tell you. But he was in Jacksonville. All that shitty shit really happened. I'm going to give you one more year, give you the benefit of the doubt. Your coach is out here grabbing ass and kicking your kicker. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. I, I'm being no, I, and I, I, I think you guys are 100% right, like in the sense that you have to give him more time. I just, just a little bit yeah. just because of that whole situation. I, 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 and I agree. I, like for me, I think I'm personally putting him on the hot seat, but I know that's definitely not the – I mean, some people, might, but like I know people aren't writing him off just yet. You got to – Now, you this can. year – now this year, this year he's on the hot seat for me. Oh, big, big time. time! If he does not fucking perform, exactly. you're out of there. I, th- like, I, I can't so. advocate for you anymore. You know what I'm saying? I think so. And I actually I, speaking speaking of guys that we were advocating for here, we well, this is this is interesting because it, it, nothing actually happened. But uh, we were talking a little earlier about Deshaun yeah. Watson, right? Big so time. Houston just declined Indianapolis's attempt to speak with Deshaun Watson. Um, Here we go. So Here I, we go. What are they doing? What, like, you're go. just trying to like you're just trying to ruin this guy at this point. Like he's Here clearly losing. They Here clearly, they clearly like. What did I say earlier, yep. bro? It's all civil. At this they tarnishing the shit. It's literally what we say. Yeah. They are tarnishing in the shit, bro. They're 19, trying to ruin him on purpose. Nineteen cases, Legit. not one stuck. I don't know which is this camera on me with R. <laughs> R. Kelly's bro. Not one charge stuck. That for me, number one, every single one of them. I'm not even gonna call them the derogatory words, but every single one of them females jail automatic jail straight up. No auto- trial, no trial. Just just right to just jail. go right no, there. You see that cell? That's old. yours. <laughs> No, I like for real. You made this man sit out a year. You made him lose out on his badass girlfriend. Fire flames, if y'all don't know who she is. Amazing. Go look her up. And then three, you made this man miss out on an opportunity, a chance. I'm not saying they were ever going to win the Super Bowl. A chance just to run out of title, which fucking diminished his numbers for a whole year, like I'm saying. Now you're going to decline this man an opportunity to go interview with another team? With another team to get it out of their hands. For what? Because you know he's not going to be the quarterback for your team. You right. didn't stick by him. You didn't advocate for him at all. You were like, oh, I heard that first one. We're going to put you out of here because you probably did this shit. Like, word? A hundred percent. Now, the only thing I will say is that they are divisional opponents, right? So I don't know. Would, would, would you, you think he's that much of a cancer? You want to get him out of your organization that bad? Found out you guys fucked up and he did nothing wrong, and you're still gonna decline it? If you really want to get him out of there, let him go then. Oh no, I would be gone. If he didn't want him, it doesn't matter gone, who bro. wanted him. I don't care if you're in the division, out the division. But it's the fact that yo, y'all no, we all that shit. Ex- you really want to get him out, Houston, Texas? Y'all really want to get him out, right? Let him go. But that, and matter. that's what it is. Like I think that was coming. What it's coming down to is like, do they actually? want to get him out or like are they like what what if they don't actually want to get him out what are they doing what incentive would he have to go play for the houston texans for the organization that just left him high and dry oh there's absolutely none do you see what absolutely i'm saying none. so now he's they're gonna try to put him in a position like hey we're gonna decline you from all these other teams 
all these other teams still that are not in our division, we're going to badmouth you, whatever. So to the fact that you're just going to stay right here. Now you're going to play for us. I'm like, no, I'm not playing. And in that sense, they're taking another year off his case. If that if that's what happens. Obviously, that's not, I don't think that's what's actually going to happen. But it's just the fact that they're toying with this man. After they cleared his name, or after his name has been cleared. Well, all around social media. So w- when we were reading earlier about the Saints and the Panthers, so how, can, how does that work? Because if he's planning on meeting with the Saints and Panthers, does that mean the Texans gave him permission to do that? Yes. That's what it means. So if you're on that contract still. So, well, okay. So I, I guess that's what I'm saying. So it, so it sounds like, I, I don't know. That's why I'm curious. Because if, if they own like the rights to who he can speak to, like so, it's th- all in that contract. So, so okay. So they then are they going to let him go see the Saints and the Panthers? Like, is that they could? Because we know they're interested, but like, I don't know if they actually have anything scheduled. We were talking earlier. You right. said the Saints and the Panthers are t- were two potential landing spots, but do we know if the Texans are letting him go talk to them? And like I was saying before, I think that they could probably let that be okay because different division. You know what I'm saying? Right. Different fucking conference. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, it's cool. But the Indianapolis thing, my whole point was if you really wanted to get this cancer away from your team, you really just wanted to have no parts of him, why not just let him go to an NCAA team? Well, I mean, an uh, NCAA rivalry division. Well, here's the thing you that's I mean? crazy, though, is they even when his status was unclear up in the air, right? Right. They were still getting offers from teams like big time like for they like were. first round picks and shit right and they were declining that too so wh- if they just wanted to get him out of there Deshaun Watson th- he, this goes back to last season let alone this off season Deshaun Watson could have been out of that organization over a year ago if they been. actually wanted him out of there cuz those were just allegations at that time right so now it makes you wonder especially now that his name is cleared like did they did they either a think that by waiting for his name to get cleared all of a sudden they were going to get even more which who knows right uh or b are they just toying with him and think that by so, like almost like what's that uh What's that term? It's like for it's like a psychology term for when like you you're kidnapped and you fall in love with your captor. Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. Are they are they hoping to try to get like some Stockholm syndrome where they just like hold him hostage long enough he'll like learn to love them and like want to stay there? But like I don't know. Like it's either one of those two things. So like I I don't know, man. But I we was like we were saying earlier. I feel so bad for this dude. Uh, we didn't even mention how. He's lost all his endorsement deals, like in his money, sponsorships. Money. Like that's where you get the real big money. Exactly. Not even in your contract or with the team, all that shit is with Gatorade, it's with Nike, all the other shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And now for the foreseeable future, and you know, this type of stuff never really goes away, but for the foreseeable future, whenever this man steps into the on the football field or whenever his name is brought up in the public light or on social media, now the first thing that a lot of people are gonna think of is wow, not the talented athlete not like the the smart quarterback not like the competitor they're gonna think oh yeah that that rapist that that person who the, that womanizer like that's what they did to him they they took away his reputation and his ability to be an independent man that like makes his like carves his own pathway and i think that's the worst thing possible it's like the it's like the next michael vick situation you know what i'm saying yeah could have could have been like the greatest always just heard like oh he he's this and that but now every time you see Mike, all you think is, oh, he, he fights dogs. Yeah. Even though he wasn't the one to even do it. It was just his name is right there attached to it. It, exactly. it sucks. It really sucks. But his is, obviously, Deshaun's is 10 times worse. And more to the fact that none of them were real. Yeah. None, That's, none, none that of them to were me real. is like, yeah, it, if this was one, oh, I would be if sick. this was one allegation and it came back as false, you could... I wouldn't have this much, like, anger, but the fact that it was, like, what, 19? 19. And they all came back false? All came back not That tells you, up. if that's not a blatant red flag that there was something up, like, come on. Come on. Huh? Like, for real, though. But, like, and that's just, isn't that just common sense? Isn't that just common sense to people? Like, as a matter of fact, 
not only should Deshaun Watson, not only should all, all those girls be thrown in jail, but I feel like Deshaun Watson should be able, and again, this might be extreme, but like I feel like he should be able to like sue the people who dropped him from sponsorships Counter. and endorsement deals. He should Counter. be like, yo, you, it's a, it's a wrongful termination. You, you know what I'm saying? Like Counter. you, you, yeah. you fired me under pretenses that weren't true, and now I want my money. Because I didn't do well, anything wrong. They didn't wrong. technically like, fire him. They had him on like no, no, no. Uh, he's talking. Outing. No, no. He's not even talking about the Texans. He's just talking about the endorsements. Like where he was going to make oh, his yeah, big yeah, money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's that, the part. Yeah. They, they definitely fired him at that point. The Texans yeah. didn't, but the endorsement companies, yeah. So I'd be curious. I'd be curious if if he has a case for wrongful termination or some shit like that. Should I'd be he, very he curious. Should. I'd try it. I would definitely try it. Better get them Brian Flores lawyers on. <laughs> I'm just playing. Hey. Final four? The final four. Yeah, we got much. I just want to talk about the bracket's just too big. We have so much going on right now. No, 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 no. no, The bracket's too goddamn big, bro. No, no, no. I am not letting you guys not let you guys hold me back from talking about my favorite. I thought I I could slide with that one. Honestly, honestly, I feel like Kendrick Carter's too big. You're not gonna try to Stephen A. Smith or nothing to try to give down my voice. No. We are talking. About March, Fuck it, let's my talk about favorite it. time of year, yes, sir. and there's going to be a lot of great basketball. Let's do it. But I mean, a lot of great basketball. I mean, a lot of surprises, a lot of game-winning shots. Maybe not full games are going to be like, wow, that was probably the best game I've ever seen. But there will be some surprises, and there will be some upsets. I've been saying it time and time again. I wholeheartedly do not believe in once he's going to make it to the Final Four this year. I don't believe it. If there is going to be one, it's going to be Arizona. If there is only going to be one, it's going to be Arizona. But that's it. I don't have faith in Gonzaga. Uh, I don't have faith in Kansas. And I definitely don't have faith in Baylor. Um, Oh, man. The the upsets are coming in left and right. And it's crazy, right? Because I've been talking all this trash about Duke. But I'm looking at their path, and that's pretty damn easy. Mm -hmm. Well, the potential of Davidson, Michigan State, Texas Tech, Texas Tech, uh, Alabama. Um, was was they're playing either Rutgers or uh, what is it called? Rutgers or Notre Dame, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, all right, Duke might make it into the the Elite Eight. They might make it to the Elite and then lose it. It depends on what's gonna happen. Man, I hope. Um, not. I mean, you look at other sides of the bracket from the East. Honestly, bro, yeah. let me tell you, I was over here watching the selection show. Yeah, and I had thought I came at the beginning of the show. I had a seat and everything, and I'm like. Something's off. My boy hit me up. He's like, yo, have you, have you seen UNC yet? Have you seen Chapel Hill? And I'm like, I haven't seen UNC. They're number two. They did this in the ACC. I granted, they're not great. But hey, statistically, they should be able to make it. I'm over here getting my tweet ready. I was about to rant and rave. I'm typing the whole thing out. My boy's like, hold on a minute. Hold on. Pretty sure they haven't done the East yet. I'm like, oof. Oh, you just made. Oh, you just saved my life from looking screwy over there. But oh man, there's there's some good teams. I mean, I've been in Chicago bouncing around. That's it's just yeah. a lot of what's, good things can like, happen, bro. What's the like there's a lot of there. good things. How they feeling over there, bro? How they feeling out in the Midwest, that windy motherfucking city? All I'm saying is Chicago. That is a windy city. Oh, and for the fun fact, those people that don't know this. Chicago isn't known for the Windy City because of its wind. It's huh. a political thing. Interesting. Uh, can't tell you exactly what it is, but it's nothing. it actually has nothing to do with the wind in Chicago. It just happens to be windy. I never knew that. Not at all. I it's, just thought it was fucking what? windy as shit over there, bro. Nope. Just found that out. Just found <laughs> that out. I'm like, oh, damn. It just happens that it's really windy. So people kind of took a ownership of that. But Yeah. I was like, oh, that makes sense to me. Jesus. Yeah, man. I'm going to be real with you. Um, I watch pretty much all the conference tournaments. They all pretty much came down to the wire, except for that Virginia Tech one. Um, I don't know what to make out of any team at all. And I'm just going to be 100% real with you because every single time I thought I had some momentum going with one team, they would just get blown out. Uh, I would think another team's not worth or up to par with another team, and they have a big shocking surprise by winning by six or more points. So I'm yeah. like, I, I really don't know what to do. That's why I was telling you, Justin, that I'm going to wait till tomorrow to fill out my bracket um, because I know that's the first four playing. Yeah, There's a game, I think, I believe, 3.30, and I know the last one's at 9.30, but all the other games in between, all NIT stuff, we don't. 
really pay attention to, but I, I just don't know, man. I don't know I either. don't know. I'd be really curious, too, speaking of the four playing games, to look back and see, like, the... Do like for the, whatever the historical like performance of teams that have won the playoff like the playing game like did that give them an advantage did that like boost their momentum and let them go on a little run I think it only gave um uh, momentum to go on a run but I I don't remember ever hearing anything uh, in the sports news outlet of a f- playing four team like wait didn't didn't the team didn't the team that lost in the national championship as like a 16 seed a few years ago, weren't they a playing team? Were they? Was that the Florida Gulf Coast team? No. no Florida was, Gulf Coast didn't make it to the championship. It was the, it was, no, no. It was, was the that team, team, that, though, the yeah. team that lost, I think, Virginia. Didn't they lose to Virginia in the championship game? And they were like a 16 seed that like was that, a playing? Play and I for? think they were like huh. a playing. I need to go see Remember, it was, it was, I mean, no, no. There was UMBC that beat on one season. UMBC, yes. That was that, that was the first time. Right. UMBC beat Virginia. That was the first time it ever happened. That's Virginia what Virginia was. was a Kansas. No, it was Virginia. I think it was, I think it was Virginia. Virginia. Okay. But I think, sure. it, I think it happened after they won a playing game. I don't know. I'd, I'd just be curious to see what the, the well, teams Well, let me, who let me tell you the first four playing games for tomorrow. And this yeah. game's at 640. It's uh, number 16, Texas A&M Community College versus number 16, Texas Southern. And that's at 640. Once again, um, the spread is three and a half favorite Texas oh, so te- Southern. Oh, so Texas A&M did get a... Texas Southern. It's not Texas A&M? Mm. No, oh, Tex- no, there's a Texas A&M something something. It's not Texas A&M. It's different. Texas, Texas, A&M, Texas A&M is one of the first oh, four in at this point yeah. because if their team had to lose because of COVID, they're like the third team to be able to come in or something like that. It, gotcha. It got okay. okay. Yeah, it got it gets real super technical. technical. Oh, so and they honestly, got Texas A&M played really well in the conference tournament. That's what he was saying. Game. Yeah, That's what I was telling you about because they went on that fucking eight game skid, right? So yeah. the, I try to tell you. So they have they four reserve teams right now. Pretty much, like just waiting in case some team goes down with COVID, just to step in. Pretty much, because it's no. Still, it basically, basically, what it is, it's like you, they have four teams that, that can be switched in. It's just like, in case COVID happens. Yeah, yeah, it's just like the college bowl season. You know, what right, I'm saying? Right, right. team got hit with COVID, don't have enough players to play. They're like, hey, last second, can you guys play? Can you find all your players? Yep. Go ahead. Okay. So it's like that situation. Um, and but I wanted to let me give you this statistic yeah. right here. I just actually wrote it up. Apparently, yeah. historically, year over year, there's at least one out of the four 14 seed versus a 13 seed where the 14 seed upset a 13. I think it's been pretty consistent year over year for the last several years that a 14 seed's beat a 13. And honestly, from my own eyes, which I've seen several times and not. Every the, the team that won wins the Ivy ends up always winning the first round. Just so happens, Purdue is the number three, and Yale is number fourteen. Oh, so yeah. potential upset alert. Potential right. upset alert. I mean, I don't know if you saw the Purdue loss the other time, but that dude Edie was seven. It was like seven two. Plays like he's six seven. So I don't know, man. Yale could come in, and start shooting buckets over people's faces, and no one knows what's going to happen next. So. I was I was watching that uh, that Yale game. Yeah. Um, I, they were playing in somewhere in Boston, but it was really local coverage. It was and Harvard, then, right? No, nah, it was Yale versus Princeton. Oh, okay, bro, that game went like down to the wire. Yeah, um, I picked I picked Yale to win. They were supposed to cover the spread by three. Lost that shit. Um, but they won. Yale won sixty six to sixty four over Providence. I mean, uh, Princeton, but it, it shouldn't have gone that close. So I'm really. Uh, interested to see how that's going to factor in with that dude that's 7'2", that plays like he's 6'7", getting his Ben Simmons on. <laughs> it's, 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 bro, it's crazy because they, they, they have some good assets, but I, I look at other these other three or four teams because I, when, I, when I see certain statistics, if it's historically correct, it tends to happen, especially in March. Yeah, and then and you got Texas Tech versus, was it, is it Montana State? Is that what it is? Texas Tech versus Montana State? I can't see. And the 13. Uh... No, you mean for the playing game tomorrow? No, no. I'm talking about the three versus the 14. Oh, yeah. You got South Dakota State and Providence. That's one. Yeah. And then Texas, Tennessee yeah, versus Texas. Longwood. Yeah. And honestly, I've been pretty bought in on Tennessee lately. They've been very hot to end the season. You're the fifth Tennessee person today. You're the Hold on. I got to stop you right there. You're the fifth person today that I saw on their bracket that they got Tennessee like either going to the Final Four or winning the whole thing. 
What, what it, like, walk me through that. Like, what is that decision-making? You just saw the game the other I, night, and you were like, I, I like them? Or, like, what happened? I have been watching some good SEC basketball lately. Okay. And I never thought I would have to – I never thought I would say that sentence out loud. Facts. I don't know if you guys watched – I'm pretty sure it was Arkansas versus Tennessee in the tournament. When the tournament – was that or that was that somebody else? That was, that was Arkansas. That was Arkansas? That was Arkansas. Higher game. And, like, I think it's Arkansas is good, but, like, boys were making plays. Yeah, on the And fifth. when I'm watching uh-huh. Tennessee and they're they're in sync, it's not even have to be hot. They're just in sync. Those guys are hard to beat. Let me tell you, tough defense. But when the shooters are shooting, you can't stop them. I don't know, man. I know Tennessee is a third seed and they're playing against Longwood, who's actually really hot right now. The guy that the 14 seed, they just won their conference. They're actually pretty good for you know being a low level and whatnot. Yeah. I can see them beating Tennessee beating them, but giving Tennessee that work to get them fired up, then beating potentially Michigan, Michigan in State. the next round. And then beating Loyola. Either being is ah, I think Ohio State's gonna lose Loyola Chicago, by the way. I don't I didn't think that was a, a be a surprise to any of you guys. Ohio State has been trash. But Ohio State's 100% going to lose yeah, the first. I think and so. And then Villanova. Yeah. And then Tennessee beats Villanova to make it into the lead eight. So that's that's my thought process. But if, if there's something about Tennessee that's different. Um, I think Auburn's going to end up flopping, believe it or not. That's um, my they're sleeper good. team. That's my sleeper team. They're, yeah. they're not a sleeper team. They're a no, good team. that's my sleeper team to win the whole thing. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't even know who I'm going to do for, like, my first initial bracket. That's why I'm telling you. I have no idea. I'm taking until, like, tonight to look at everything. To look at everything. And be like, all right, here we go. But I have them in my second bracket already off the top of my mental that I'm I'm, I'm going to take them. Just because I heard so much shit. My boy, shout out to Brady uh, in Tennessee. He's been a long, long um, Auburn fan from the area. But, um, yeah, I, I got to pick him as my, my sleeper team in my second bracket. All right. Well, I think it's interesting, first off, because I – so I haven't – admittedly, I haven't paid a ton of attention to college basketball this year, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen some highlights. I've done some preliminary research on some teams. Like, I've paid attention a little bit to what's happened in some of the conference tournaments. Like, But I haven't watched it and, like, studied it in depth like I have in years past, right? Right, right. That being said, I do think it's interesting. When I did my first pass at a bracket earlier this afternoon – I didn't have any one seeds in the final four. And I thought that was interesting, Gordon. You said that, that you don't think any one seeds are going to make it to the final four. Um, but that's kind of what one of the things like I'm looking forward to about this tournament, bro. It's just like it's gonna be a it can be anybody's thing, game. It's going to be a wonky like, ass thing. It really can. And I, I, I don't know. You got, you got some good teams in it. You got some good storylines in it. I mean, personally, I'm a Duke guy. I love Duke. I'm 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 pulling for Duke to uh, to make a run, especially Coach K's last year. I, I can't wait till Duke tough. loses. I really can't. <laughs> oh, you know that you know I'm, I'm they're so gonna excited. I, and the sooner the better. I don't care if it hurts my bracket yeah, as long as Duke loses. I can text Justin and be like, "Yo, Duke sucks." <laughs> <laughs> Are you you a North Carolina guy? Huh? You like North Carolina? I mean, I can't fully, I can't fully buy into UNC. They're my favorite team. Say he almost has a hostile tweet ready to go. I don't <laughs> think he's a fan of them either. <laughs> Bro, I, I got, I got, I'm a, I'm a big UNC guy. Um, but they, UNC, they're good because they, they can play aggressive. But like they, they literally live and die by the pick and roll, and it works until you go against a team that realizes you're going against the pick and roll. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so going to spread you out because we ain't going to go into that shit. <laughs> bro, and then you're done. You know what I'm saying? Baycott's good, but you can only spread them so far, and then you're then they're That's shooting it. in his face, you know? Yeah. So, and then they got they got a dude named Leaky Black. That's, like, literally one of their better guards. Like, that's how funny is that? Hey. What up? No, there's a player, bro. I don't know what fucking team he's on. Deadass. His name is Remy Martin. That's pretty sick. Like the Ricky drink. Ricky Martin. Remy. Remy. Like the drink. Bro, his name is really Remy uh, Martin. I was Remy like, no. Martin? I thought I was tripping because I was just doing shit around my room. And, you know, I got in the background and I keep hearing Remy Martin, Remy Martin. I'm like, am I on a fucking commercial <laughs> right now? Like, I know that the game's going on. I look up, ball on the screen, Remy Martin. I was like, what the fuck? I love that. I was like, what the fuck? His parents must have been big time. Yeah, like such a baller. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. His name is Remy Martin. We've been waiting for this one. Honestly, I kind of like that because I feel like I feel like that almost like 
just it sounds like luxurious you know what i mean like it just like i would just have the attitude like yeah i'm that dude i'm, I'm remy Ma. yeah <laughs> and as soon oh no 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 he can't get the deal still i'd be like bro endorse me yeah oh my endorse god endorse me yeah. come on i live off you you live off me that's a slam dunk me. might be tough if he's not 21 but could, true would be true. if he makes it to his senior year if he plays at the next level that's a slam dunk off his name alone slam he's gonna dunk. make it I think oh my so. god yeah. <laughs> off his name alone they're like yo i think we gotta get this guy really more hey. he's the best nah, <laughs> but we need him for his name there, there's there's a, there's a couple teams that i just want everyone to keep in mind Who's right? right there's a couple teams i want to start with the, some of the, like the higher seated guys first and then i go with a couple of lower seats okay iowa Played really good conference basketball. Really good. They won their conference. They played. They played lights out, and they deserve to be. Honestly, they could have been a four seed at the or at the end of the day, but they did really well to win that tournament. So I would definitely keep an eye out for Iowa, Wisconsin. Those guys be shooting in the freaking gym, man. Let me tell you. So I definitely keep an eye on those boys. Some low key sleepers. Vermont. Those guys are winners. No. Those guys are winners. No. I am not taking them because I saw hey, that game man. they went against UBC. I... And if that was their fucking championship and that's who won on the other side, no. Do not bet on them, boys. Because they blew I, them out hey, with ease, man. No. I'm not telling you to it. bet on them. Hey, man. I'm just like, I'm just like Coach Prime, man. I'm just telling you my thoughts. You don't got to bet on them. You bet on them. It's on your boot. It's all on you, man. I'm just telling you my thoughts. Fuck no, I ain't going Vermont. I'm just saying, they, they, they're sleeping. I might honestly pull an upset against Texas on that one. We'll all see. Right. We'll see how I'm feeling on Wednesday. We'll see how I'm feeling on Wednesday. So I'm saying, um, this shit's like dated. It's really like hour to hour. You have to is. keep going back and be like, Max. I don't know about this team. Or I, I remember that one game that, you know, bro, it's just so up in the air. I don't know. Um, Fuck. I mean, uh, who you got? Who I, I mean, I, after this, I'm probably gonna watch Bracketology. I'm you know what I'm saying? You That's gotta, exactly what I'm about to do. I'm about to go right back to the crib, put on ESPN. Like, all right, what do I do? I will. I will say real quick. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I do. So, and again, take this with a grain of salt because I have not watched much college basketball this year. But one thing in general, we talked a few episodes ago about how the college basketball landscape has changed. Right? It's not the type of scenario where. Kids go there for three, four years. You know, they grow as a team. Like, they they graduate when they're right, seniors right, and right, right. they develop, you know, right? It's a lot of one and dones. Transfers are at an all-time high. You got people changing teams every year. All-time high. All-time high. Uh, so there's a lot of uncertainty in, like, moving pieces. And I still personally, from someone who, like, and I'm sure you guys are the same way, like, when you play, like, a few years of sports on, like, the same team, like, and you grow and you build that chemistry with people, like, you you value that, right? Most definitely. So Most definitely. I definitely come tourney time in this era of college basketball, like, not to say this is, you know, the golden rule, but I definitely like looking for teams, whether they're major schools or small conference schools that have older, mature players that have maybe been together for a couple years. You know, you got a core nucleus of a team. Maybe you got three, four dudes who got recruited together. They've been playing together for yeah. three, four years now. Yeah. Uh, they're ready to make a run. You know, they got some... T- that's that's the type of teams that I love to look at for, as like sleepers. You know what I mean? I like that. And because of that, I'm going to go with Providence. And I know Providence is like kind of a... <sighs> he's staying true to his uh, boys. So, yeah, he's so staying look. true to wow. his I'm going to slide that in there so, too? Wow. So look, so, I already knew where he was going. I was like, just say it. Just so say I'm, going, it. I'm going to Providence. I got to tell you, I saw Providence. three. It was three years ago. It was the season before COVID hit. And I saw Providence play South Carolina at Mohegan Sun. And I saw a bunch of freshmen and sophomore out there. And they were talented. They were scrappy, and they battled. That was a tough, tough team. And now, I mean, here they are—a bunch of twenty-four, twenty-five-year-old men, seniors, a couple fifth years. That's a team, man. I'm just saying. Just watch out. I'm just saying. Hey, I, I get it. Providence is a big second-half team. They're one of those teams that could be losing by like five or six in the first half and come back and win by ten. Like. I just can't. But Iowa's just so hot. There's no way they're gonna they're gonna be San Diego State, and there's no way they're gonna be Iowa next. I just I just can't see it. I I don't know. I don't know. That's gonna be a good match. But I see you. Sure. I see you though. I see you. I see you on that. It is unfortunate. I actually agree with you that Iowa's really hot right now. So it kind of sucks that they have to play each other next round. But yeah. 
Either way, Michigan, I don't want to hear. But it. I mean, either way, either way, I see where you're coming from, and I and I, and you know, you hope for the best. But I did prepare say for it. the worst. <laughs> but uh, I did say it in the earlier shows. I as one of the I, uh, Providence is one of the higher ranking, like fake good teams. Like they're good, but like number nine in the country. Good. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Feel like Larry David right now. I don't know. I don't know. Got Tim Forks know. right here, baby. <laughs> this crypto commercial is funny, but hey. Hey, I, hey. honestly, I gotta, I'm gonna give you two. I'm gonna give you two more upsets, and then I'm done. All right. All right. I know. Up, up? Davidson beating Michigan State, calling that right now. I can Tom see Izzo, it. Okay. Tom Izzo is only in there because it's Tom Izzo. They're not good. And uh, TCU is going to upset too. Steve and his brother are going to go out there and win this game for TCU. And it's it, bro. It's all right. That motherfucker don't look like me. Hey. (laughs) Number four. It looked like you and Drewski had a child. (laughs) (laughs) Number four on TCU. Let me know if y'all think that motherfucker looks like me. I think I'm way too sexy, but. Bro, that guy's a freshman, got the same damn shoulder build as Steve with the hairstyle and everything. Just happened that he got a thicker face. That's it. He wish he looked like me. He wish he looked like me. I'm too fucking pretty over here, baby. Oh, shit. Any, Any final thoughts, boys? Um, I can't wait for this tournament. I'm uh, I'm gonna be in Vegas Thursday, hey. first day. So let's get it cracking. Let's get it cracking like it. G. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Can't wait for Wisconsin to beat Auburn. Can't wait for Duke to lose. And I can't wait to see how far Tennessee goes. It's gonna be a good one. <laughs> it is, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. March Madness is back. This is the first year. Hey, two years ago we lost March Madness. Last year we had it without the fans. This is the first year we're back in full effect. I'm ready for. I'm excited. We got NFL free agency. We got a lot going on. We're not we're too much that we can't even cover it all here in episode 26 of the trenches. But we'll be Wait, back. Hold on. Before we close, I oh. have to share this. Can I share oh, my yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to share this, bro. San Francisco. Their names are the Dons. Yo, peep this. Oh, yeah, I won't let me share my screen. Universe, the University of San Francisco. The yes, the Dons, the and Dons? I found a hoodie that I'm gonna buy right now. <laughs> oh my god, I wish I could share it. Right, Wait, that's, you that's, that's, that's a pretty badass name. I don't know about too many mobs in San Francisco, but yeah, the Dons, <laughs> the Dons, but I'm all set. so oh, the shit. Dons. So like, honestly, I might have to let them win around just because yeah, they just kind of team after me, bro. The, the San Francisco Dons. There's literally a guy with a freaking like straw hat and a nice little. <laughs> Um, French mustache holding the flag that says USF. I'm like, yo, that's my god. They literally made that's a picture a mascot. of me. Yeah. This is the 1960s mascot. They literally made a mascot after me. How crazy is that? The Dons. <laughs> the Dons. <laughs> well, shout out the Dons. Good luck to those boys that playing. I think a 7-10 matchup. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we appreciate you guys. Episode 26 of the Trenches. We're gonna keep making improvements here on the podcast and the studio. We got some cool stuff in the works. We're gonna be doing some stuff, hopefully coming at you from multi-angles in the future. We got some cool setups we're working on here. Uh, if you're looking for a tournament bracket, check out Steel and Naz and Hedge Better. Steel and Naz boys, they're running a great tournament. Uh, tournament guys, shout out those guys. The guys. Gonna be a lot of people in it. Should be good. 20 bucks uh, for the entry. Make sure you hit them up. Follow them. Join. Follow all of us. Uh, But we'll catch you guys, man. Episode 26 from the trenches. Do six. Out.